What if we actively lived professional lives oozing gratitude for the little things around us? I'm not talking about forcing a caricature of unrealistically happy interactions that never seem to acknowledge the dumpster fires around us while we daydream on our own little disconnected alternate realities. I mean, what if we actually acknowledged those glimmers of opportunities, those moments that aren't as bad as they could have been or used to be, and chose to be thankful for those little things amidst the stressors in our life? What if... Welcome to A Little TLC, the podcast where we embark on an enlightening journey through the ever-evolving world of education. I'm your host, Heather Volchko, and I'm on a mission to empower educators and changemakers to skillfully navigate the intricacies of serving our most exceptional students. Every month, we'll be exploring a unique and timely theme in a mini-series format, whether we're digging into inclusive teaching practices, addressing student mental health challenges, or exploring the intricate connection between our personal and professional lives, Each month offers an in-depth exploration of weekly topics that truly matter. I hope you're ready to be both challenged and inspired because this is a little TLC. So there's this teacher with a class of fifth graders who, like kids their age, had their fair share of pre-adolescent grumbles about coming to school. This teacher could sense their frustration and desperately wanted to create a more invested learning community with their students. One sunny morning, as they pondered ways to infuse a bit of positivity into the daily routine, the teacher stumbled upon the idea of gratitude. It seemed like a ray of hope. They figured if their students could find things to be grateful for, it might help shift their focus and make school a less grim place for them. So the teacher decided to introduce a quote-unquote gratitude circle every morning. It was a simple idea. The students would sit in a circle and each would take a turn to share something they were grateful for. No judgment, no right or wrong, just pure appreciation. The first day was a bit awkward. Timid voices mumbled about family and friends, but as the days went on, the stories started to flow. One student shared how they were grateful for their little sibling's good morning hugs. Another talked about their dad's delicious pancakes. And another spoke about the friendly smile from the school janitor something began to happen. The classroom transformed into a place filled with smiles and a growing sense of community. The students started to look forward to their gratitude circle every morning. It was like a dose of sunshine to start their day. Even more astonishing was how it affected this teacher. They were inspired by the students' stories of gratitude, which were often about simple joys and kindness. The teacher felt re-energized and remembered they were grateful for their students and the opportunity to make a difference in their lives. As the weeks went by, the class felt like a family. Frustrations melted away, and a spirit of togetherness took its place. School became a place where students shared their ups and downs and celebrated their achievements, big and small. One day, the teacher noticed a message written on the board. I'm grateful for my awesome teacher. It brought tears to this teacher's eyes. In that moment, they realized that gratitude had transformed this class into a community of thankful hearts, where coming to school was a joy. Gratitude had turned their frustration into appreciation, and in the process, they learned the true meaning of being a learning community, one filled with gratitude, kindness, and genuine community. This week, it's webinar week. Dive into an exclusive webinar featuring insights from practitioners just like you who've achieved remarkable success in their own corners of our education world. 
Whether you aspire to advance your career, explore new possibilities, or simply expand your horizons, our webinars cover a vast array of topics. Pre-recorded webinars offer the flexibility you need to fit learning into your busy life. You have the power to watch, rewind, and replay the content at your convenience. And did we mention you can earn continuing education units too? But that's not all. By becoming a member of the TLC Network, you gain access to professionals committed to walking this experience together. Learners get access to valuable webinars, enriching workshops, and engaging guest hangouts. Supporters gain access to our vibrant online community, monthly Q&A sessions, and join discussions in a little PLC. Clever, right? Either way, you'll be among the first to access our podcast and blog pairing every week. Don't let time constraints hold you back. Embrace this incredible opportunity to invest in yourself and your profession. Join us for this week's webinar and seize the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive on your terms. You know, the impact of gratitude on reducing burnout and boosting mental health for teachers is a big deal. Teaching, as we all know, is not a walk in the park. It's demanding, and we often find ourselves at risk of burning out due to all the stress that comes our way. From handling diverse classrooms to keeping students engaged, managing the intricate dance of parent-teacher relationships, and maintaining our own well-being, it's a lot to handle. We're not immune to the challenges of the job. So when I talk about gratitude this month, it's not just about being polite and saying thank you. I believe it's a superpower that can be a game changer in our education world. It's a light that can shine through the tough times, a meaningful way to tackle inevitable tensions, and a source of hope that makes the journey more manageable and fulfilling. Gratitude isn't just an idea. It's an action, a way to appreciate the good things no matter how small. In this series, we're diving deep into how we can make gratitude a part of our teacher toolkit, helping us and our students build resilience, strengthen relationships, and make the whole educational experience better for everyone, us included. So let's talk about how gratitude can be a game changer for us in building resilience and warding off that dreaded burnout. You see, gratitude nudges us to shift our focus. Instead of getting stuck in the what's not working or what's stressing me out loop, it encourages us to zoom in on the good stuff. You know, the small victories, student progress, those meaningful connections that we make with our eager young minds. By doing that, gratitude becomes our secret weapon for handling stress and challenges. When those inevitable setbacks come our way, educators who've embraced gratitude are like emotional acrobats. We can roll with the punches, bounce back from adversity, and find strength in the joy and fulfillment we discover in our work. Teaching is a demanding gig, and over time, it's natural for that initial spark of passion to fade out. But gratitude can reignite the fire of passion for us, even when the daily grind starts to wear us down. Gratitude reminds us that we're making a real impact on our students' lives. It's like a nudge to appreciate the little victories, those moments of progress, and by doing that, it rekindles our sense of purpose. What's really cool is that gratitude also taps into this thing called intrinsic motivation. Instead of relying solely on external factors, we find our motivation from within. And trust me, this kind of motivation weathers way more storms than when we're relying on situations around us to keep going. Intrinsic motivation just keeps going and going. Gratitude practices are also like a gentle reminder to practice self-reflection and self-care. Educators who embrace gratitude are more likely to take care of themselves. 
they understand that taking care of their own mental health is crucial, not just for them, but also for their students. Studies have shown that gratitude practices can genuinely improve mental health. By expressing thanks and appreciation, we can boost our mood, lower anxiety and depression, and ultimately look at life through a more optimistic lens. Gratitude equips educators with all these psychological and emotional superpowers to tackle challenges, get our motivation back on track, and keep our well-being in actual priority. It's like a shift in perspective. Instead of getting bogged down by the tough stuff, gratitude helps us focus on the good, like little rays of sunshine breaking through the clouds. And when the going gets tough, it's gratitude that can give us an extra bounce in our step this time of year. It's like a resilience booster, helping us come back stronger after setbacks. Plus, it's like a shield against that very real emotional exhaustion. Ultimately, it's all about thriving, not just surviving in the world of education. You see, in this world where the spotlight often shines on academic achievement, standardized tests, and hitting all those curriculum standards, it's easy to overlook our psychological and emotional well-being. That's the stuff that keeps us feeling good and ready to tackle the day. This month, we're focusing on how gratitude can safeguard and ground us. In the hustle and bustle of education, don't forget to give a nod to your feelings and well-being. Picture the daily juggling act that educators do. We've got a gazillion things on our plates, admin stuff, classroom management, and that big responsibility of nurturing young minds. It's no wonder that stress is a frequent visitor. But gratitude can step in as a buffer. Instead of focusing on what's missing, it encourages us to see what's right here, like the small victories and those aha moments. It's like a pat on the back saying, hey, you're doing okay. It's honestly a secret stress reliever. Now, job satisfaction, that's a big one. Gratitude has the power to bring back the sparkle in an educator's eyes. When we express gratitude for the impact we have on our students and our communities, it is a jolt of purpose. It reminds us why we got into this gig in the first place. And this renewed sense of purpose can recenter us back into why we are showing up every day. And hey, educators, we are human too. We face moments of self-doubt, anxiety, and even the blues. But by acknowledging what we're thankful for, it's like building a mental fortress. It helps us bounce back from emotional bumps on the teaching road by buffering all those negative thoughts. Now let's talk about how gratitude is like the secret sauce for students. First off, motivation and engagement. These are rocket fuel for learning, and gratitude is the spark that ignites that rocket. When students express gratitude for their own progress, for the hard work of their teachers, and for all the cool opportunities they have, it's like sending a message to their brains, hey, learning is awesome. So they become more engaged and all in for their education. Now relationships, they're the heart and soul of the learning experience, and gratitude is the superglue that binds students and educators. When students thank their teachers, it's like putting a warm fuzzy blanket on the teacher-student connection. And when educators express gratitude for their students' efforts, it turns the classroom into a super positive and supportive zone. So gratitude practices, those are like emotional training. When students reflect on and express gratitude, it's like they're building emotional muscles. We're talking about understanding and handling all of those big feelings and growing bodies. They learn how to deal with all those ups and downs, and that's a skill that'll serve them for life. You know, the emotional and psychological perks of gratitude for educators and students are absolutely game-changing. By weaving gratitude into the educational journey, we're equipping ourselves with this transcending toolbox full of strategies for stress reduction, 
job satisfaction, and mental health wellness that makes our lives happier and more fulfilling. And let's not forget the students. Gratitude helps them fly with motivation, get closer with their teachers, and build emotional muscles that'll serve them well inside and outside of school. So incorporating gratitude into teaching practices can have a positive impact on both educators and students. Let's chat about some of the pretty simple ways we can bring gratitude into our classrooms. First up, modeling gratitude. It's just leading by example. So as educators, showing appreciation for our students' hard work and achievements is like giving them an emotional high five. Use specific praise that make them feel like their contributions are truly meaningful. It's like saying, hey, you rock and I noticed. After group projects and activities, it's your students' time to shine. Get them to reflect on what went down, the teamwork, and all the stuff that happened. They can express some good old gratitude for their teammates' contributions, like saying, hey, you rocked on this project and I appreciate it. Next, something so simple as thank you cards. Show your students how to write thoughtful thank you notes. They're not just for saying thanks, they're for spreading those warm fuzzies. And get this, as educators, you can write thank you notes too. Not just to your students, but also to your colleagues and even parents. It's like a gratitude chain reaction. It's not just saying I'm thankful, but showing it in a meaningful and tangible way. Now here's a creative one. It's called the gratitude wall. It's like a giant sticky note party. Imagine having a wall or a bulletin board in the classroom where students can stick up their expressions of gratitude. It's a reminder that the classroom is a place of appreciation. And educators, don't be shy. Stick your own notes up there too. It's a visual representation of all the good vibes in the class. But what about gratitude-themed games? These are like missions of appreciation. Ask your students to identify someone who's made a positive impact in their lives and send them a heartfelt thank you. It's like spreading warmth and good feelings, just one little assignment at a time. Could you try a kindness challenge? Encourage your students to sprinkle some kindness around like confetti. Give them a challenge to do a certain number of kind deeds in a week or a month, and of course they can express gratitude to others while doing it. It's like a double dose of goodness. And picture this. Gratitude bingo. It's a twist on the classic bingo game. But instead of numbers, the squares are filled with acts of kindness and gratitude. When your students spot one happening, they mark it off. It's like a treasure hunt for good vibes. So there you go. A bunch of engaging ways to make gratitude part of the classroom adventure. By consistently practicing and modeling gratitude, we can create a positive and supporting learning environment that extends beyond our classroom. These practical strategies provide invaluable lessons in gratitude with our students. It's all about good vibes and building a community of appreciation. But I know, all of this talk about gratitude can seem too woo-woo and fluffy for some people, which means overcoming challenges and resistance to implementing gratitude in education can be a critical step in creating a positive and nurturing learning environment. So let's wrap up this episode with some guidance on how to address common challenges and resistance. Sometimes we get resistance from our colleagues. In this situation, leading by example is key. When we practice gratitude ourselves, it not only sets a good model for our students, but also helps our colleagues personally experience the benefits and emphasize flexibility. Gratitude practices aren't one size fits all. We can all adapt these practices to our own teaching style and comfort level. If your colleagues still aren't convinced, sometimes learning about the science and advantages of gratitude in education can be persuasive. 
understanding the research behind it can make the concept more compelling and meaningful to some of our colleagues. Then there's the inevitable ticking clock. For anyone concerned about how to fit one more thing into the already packed instructional schedule, integrating gratitude into the curriculum is a great workaround for those time constraints. Gratitude does not have to be this whole extra thing. You can sneak it into your regular lessons. Like in language arts, you can explore gratitude in the stories that you read. In science, think about the wonders of nature. And in social studies, consider the history of Thanksgiving traditions. It's like a bonus lesson in every subject. And for those super busy days, just keep it... Just keep it to the short daily gratitude activities. They're little turbo boosts of positivity that just take a few minutes. Short activities blend into the daily schedule, creating mini doses of good vibes. And please, let's keep it real when it comes to age-appropriate gratitude practices. Tailor gratitude activities to the age group. For the little ones, think crayons and stories. It's like starting with the basics. But for the older students, it's time to dive deeper. They can handle those in-depth discussions and reflective exercises. Only go for what's just right for their age. Relevance here is key. It's like sitting down with them and having a chat. Discuss how gratitude practices are not just some random thing. They're fuel for their lives and well-being. And let them have a say in it. Like, hey, how can we make this gratitude stuff work for you? They can shape these practices to match their needs and interests. And Don't rush it. Think of gratitude as a new friend. Introduce these practices gradually. It's like dipping your toes in the water just to get used to it. Over time, students will become accustomed to the concept and your classroom practices. And it'll feel like second nature for everyone. Because it's all about consistency. Think of gratitude practices like a good habit. The more consistent you are, the more they become a part of the classroom culture. It's like making it a routine so that students know, hey, this is how we roll here. Repetition is your buddy when it comes to making these practices the norm. And creating a safe space builds an open and non-judgmental vibe where students feel totally comfy sharing their thoughts and feelings. This is the secret sauce for reducing any resistance from students who might be a bit shy about expressing gratitude. It puts, hey, we're here to support you no matter what you want to share into real action. By addressing these challenges and providing guidance, I believe we can help overcome resistance to implementing gratitude in our spaces and create a more positive and enriching learning environment for our students and our colleagues. Hey, before you jump back into your busy life, we want to invite you to head over to thresholdlearning.org, your one-stop destination for all things TLC. Here you'll find our blog with this episode's show notes, our ever-expanding bookshelf of resources, and anything else we've talked about. Trust us, there's a ton of benefits waiting for you to explore. Just head over to thresholdlearning.org, click on Network, and we'll see you on the inside. Sharing the podcast with your colleagues is the easiest way to support the show. You can find us at Threshold Learning TLC on Facebook and Instagram. A personal recommendation is by far the best way to share the podcast. Let them know they can listen on iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere else they catch their podcasts. Just be sure to leave a rating and review on your favorite platform. You can email us at info at thresholdlearning.org. We always enjoy connecting with fellow educators and champions for educational justice. You can find everything you're looking for at thresholdlearning.org. See you there.